Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Blessed be the name of our Lord, the one who was, who is, and who is to come. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we rejoice because his word says that he loads it. He loads every day. He loads us daily. That's Psalm 68. He loads us daily with benefits. And it is he who bears our burdens. We thank you, Father, for your word reveals more and more of your nature to us. And as we get to know you more and more, the more confident we feel on our relationship. And that relationship, that closeness staying with you, helps build our trust, our faith. And we speak out of that faith, not based on some assumption, but based on what we know about you from your word, that heaven and earth shall pass away and that word shall not pass until it is fulfilled. That is what gives us that strength, Lord, that conviction to herald the power in that word when we speak it. And we thank you, Father, that you keep calling us by our names every single day to come to you so that you can keep loading us daily with those benefits, with those pearls, with those gems out of your word, with that revelation in the spirit of who you are. And it helps transform our lives as well, Lord. You fill us with your peace, your joy. So that despite the worries, the challenges and whatever problems this day brings, out of that peace and joy, we are able to stay focused on you and release our prayer and faith speaking from your word, knowing that life and death are hidden in that word. And we shall have what we say, we shall receive when we have believed that we have already received it. And that same peace and joy, Father, today we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that will pray with the recording as well that are part of this praying family, that are beneficiaries of any prayer requests made on this group and those that are struggling this day and have no one to help them with any kind of prayer. We share it with those that are Christians and do not yet personally know you. Well, that you are still a religion for them. We also share it, Lord, with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away and don't want to have anything to do with you. Yet they are still your children. Yet your mercy is still available for them. We offer ourselves, Lord, to stand in that gap. That they might not be judged, but we ask for your quickening in their spirit. So that they are charged to hear from you. They are charged to see the light. Their eyes are opened this day. And they can take that step towards you. Towards your light, towards your glory that glory be revealed in their lives today. In the name of Jesus. So Father, we come to you in confidence and we call on your name. The name knowing that anyone that calls on your name shall not end up in shame. We call on the lifter of men. The great Yahweh, the great I am. The Elohim Adonai. The preserver of men. The one who is our shield and our deliverer. The maker, the father. 
and we pray in the name of your son Jesus the word your spoken word through which the universe was created the one who came as our redemption our salvation the price to be paid for our mistakes that we might not be found under the foot of the accuser under slavery to sin but that we might rise above to regain that form in which you created us and you made us your likeness and your image and we pray in the name of your spirit the spirit of el shaddai the spirit of victory the spirit of light and truth spirit of the living god who has now made his tabernacle in our bodies so that, that that same spirit of the father the god the maker the king resides within us it is he who powered jesus's ministry and now gives life to our mortal body powers our ministry that we become spirit filled christians that we become in the likeness and image of the template that he came to give us the image of the maker we thank you father that you have blessed us with your spirit your word that you have blessed us with that redemption salvation an opportunity to re-enter your kingdom and not remain in the realm of sin forever we thank you father that you have blessed us with angels with destiny helpers people and spirits that came to show us our way that came to fulfill your will in our lives that came to direct us the law and the prophets you gave us father we thank you lord that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer that every time we fall short we can ask you to step into it and do you for you to do the things that we are unable to do we thank you lord that you have blessed us with your teachings your revelations from your word the knowledge that you give the understanding of it and then the wisdom to apply it we thank you father that you have blessed us with your principles your prophecies in your word that when that we understand what is mentioned in your word the principles underlying it and how to use it and then we use that in our lives your word says that we shall make our way prosperous and we shall have good success we thank you lord we thank you for this opportunity to be with you father we'd rather not be anywhere else we thank you lord and as we get into our reflection in our prayer today i cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of jesus i also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting this prayer recording that they will pray with their families their assets their jobs their finances their relationships every aspect of their life i cover by the precious blood of jesus we declare that as our hedge of defense in the spirit that any form of wickedness that comes near it let it be judged by the fire of heaven but lord for all those that are inside this fence inside this hedge let your revelation power their lives that we shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free from all vulnerability to any kind of attack of sin this is our prayer today lord. we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will help us understand the leverage that you have given us father through your word 
through your provisions. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our word, Father, by speaking your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, which says, that as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. In that same way, we make our declaration today as we read verse 11. That says, so is our word that goes out of our mouths. We declare this. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it in faith, in accordance with your will, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. <coughs> Today, I'd like to reflect on our lives and all we gain in it. We are but pilgrims on a journey. There is nothing we can take with us. There is nothing that we brought with us when we entered this life. All of it stays here. The important thing to remember is that God has made us stewards of that creation. To manage it and then to pass it on. So we can leave it as a legacy for those whom the Lord has assigned to us, our family in the flesh and our family in the spirit. All those that he gives us. Let's look at a few verses in the Bible that talk about legacy today. And the first one is from 1 Timothy 6, verse 6. It says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. So godliness is that pursuit in the spirit for all of us. But then in the physical, it's also important for us to have contentment. The fleshly desire of the heart for more and an unnatural ambition brings us down. It brings downfall. Ambition should never overtake our pursuit of God. This is a reality check we need to constantly be making in our lives every single day. Our physical pursuits, ambition for greater finance, for position, for recognition, for fame. It is not only wealth, but also knowledge. And more importantly, values that we can leave as a legacy for others. Everything that is given to us as a gift from God is meant to be handed over as a legacy. That gift should not die with us. You may also leave anointings as a legacy, therefore. And that is a baton that we must hand over when we have finished our race, when we have fought our good fight and brought it to completion. And contentment in all of that helps retain joy and peace, which are necessary. 
we keep reminding ourselves every morning when I start this prayer, I remind myself as well. Thank you, Lord, for your joy and your peace that you keep pouring into my life. Let it stay there and let never worry overtake it. Contentment helps us resist the temptation of the love of wealth, of recognition, of everything else that is ungodly, that is of the flesh. And we can give that contentment as a legacy when we teach our children in the flesh and in the spirit to be content. The second one, Proverbs 13, verse 22. This is very popular. It says, a good man leaves a legacy for his children's children. And the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. <clears throat> a lot of people use this. A lot of uh, biblical teachers use this for financial teaching as well. <clears throat> what does it mean? A good man is blessed so much that he not only has enough for himself and not only leaves something for his children after he has enjoyed his part of it, but he has so much left over that he leaves it for his children's children as well. In short, the Lord is saying here, plan for transgenerational wealth that is handed down to the third generation. It should not end with you and don't just leave a small something that is handed over to your next generation. Plan for the third generation down. And this starts with wisdom to plan that legacy. That before his children are born, the man starts to plan for their journey and their children's journey. And then he leaves that inheritance according to that plan. He leaves a legacy. More importantly, when you talk of all this, that legacy is not just of wealth. It is a legacy of purpose as a Christian and of transgenerational fulfillment. That's the first thing. You secure their salvation first and then leave them abundance in every other area. Jesus said, I came that you might have abundance. That who came is what we need to give to them because when he fills their life, then that abundance flows through. Combining financial inheritance with wisdom and godliness ensures that the next generation will also manage God's blessings in God's way and for God's glory. I'll say that again. Combining financial inheritance with wisdom and godliness ensures that the next generation will also manage God's blessings that he gave us, but we are passing on now. They will manage that in his way and for his glory. Being responsible stewards for creation. That's what we are teaching them in this. A third scripture, Proverbs 22, verse 2. This again is another financial teaching that a lot of people use, but I'd like us to look a little wider than that. Proverbs 22, verse 2 and 7. Verse 2 says, the rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. Now it does not say the Lord is the maker of them so. He didn't divide them into rich or poor. We did by choosing 
by the choices that we made in our lives, we put ourselves into one or the other basket. He said, I came that you might have abundance. So he didn't make it this way. Now next, verse 7. Proverbs 22, verse 7. This is a bit of a difficult one. Where it says, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. When we reflect on it, many of us will start to look at which side we fit on. And the picture doesn't look nice. Something's missing there. God wants us to have freedom and to have options. He wants us to have abundance. That's his whole purpose for us. In Deuteronomy 28 verse 12, we see that he says, that's part of his blessings. He says, you shall lend to many nations, not many people. You shall lend to many nations and shall not borrow. That should be the extent of your abundance. And then in verse 13, he goes on to say, the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. You shall always be at the top and never at the bottom at the end. The last in the queue. You shall be above only. I'd like to underline that word only. You shall be above only and not beneath. If you listen to the commands of the Lord and keep them. That is something for all of us to reflect on now. These three verses. Proverbs 22, 2 and 7, and Deuteronomy 28, 12 and 13. To reflect on your own life. Look at where you are and then what is the legacy that we are leaving. And in keeping these commands, it says, if you listen to the commands of the Lord and keep them, in keeping these commands, you leave that position of advantage as a legacy for your generations. When you have achieved that richness, when you have achieved that position of being the head and being above, when you have achieved that position of being able to have the capacity to lend to many nations, multitudes, and yet never lack. Give that position of advantage, that legacy of how you built it and how you maintained that to your children's children. Just like Abraham did. We see that even Isaac never lacked anything. We see that Jacob also later on achieved everything. The Lord was with him. What is the legacy that was handed down? Was the legacy of that covenant that God made with Abraham. Jacob and his generations even till now continue to reap of that benefit. So much so that everyone that calls on the name of the Lord in faith is called Abraham's son or daughter. And they become part of that legacy. That is what we should achieve. And God is saying, if you can do that, even for your third generation, you've done well. You cannot bless others when you yourself are in debt. Another one on leaving transgenerational legacy, Psalms 112 verse 9. This is one that we can apply in our lives already straight away. It says, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. I'd like to understand, underline that word forever. 
their righteousness endures forever it goes beyond the scope of your life it overflows into your next generations they reap of the benefit of what you have done there when you have scattered your gift and it goes on to say their horn will be lifted high in honor god honors them blessing the poor out of your abundance brings transgenerational favor this is one biblical principle we can very well straight away use to bless our children and they will not even know where that favor is coming from but they will enjoy it in their lives i have seen this when i've studied so many lives as i wondered why do these people have that abundance even though they are not really trying hard things just fall into their lap when i go back to their generation above them and look at them i have seen that they have been givers they have been generous in terms of passing down the wisdom of the word we see in 2 timothy chapter 2 verse 2 the bible says what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also so the bible is talking about giving the word and our learnings from the word as a legacy and that is the whole purpose of this prayer group to give that understanding that we receive that manna that is poured into us to fill us we want it to be shared with everyone and that should be the attitude of every person every christian whatever god gift god has given he will show you whom to share it with you share it with them we must focus on and approach all grace and favor bestowed on our individual lives remembering that we are stewards so we must keep that in mind and as keepers of that gift that it must be passed down to others let your name be praised forever father for all the revelation that you pour into our hearts and in the name of jesus we pray today lord for that understanding of these principles that you provide through your word every single day so that what your purpose for us is when we have a good understanding of it we fulfill that we align with it and we receive grace lord to cover every area in which we are falling short knowing that you go with us and before us you flatten that path you illuminate it you make it available you hold us by hand and you take us there all we need to do is obey your word your will and align with you we ask for that grace this day lord for that edification in our spirit as we pray for that spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day we pray for all families that are embattled that are facing any kind of division and separation we pray also lord for all those that are yoked under any kind of stronghold especially prayerlessness ignorance poverty busyness which are all aimed at keeping your people powerless 
and away from you, away from that abundance. Let all men be drawn towards you, Father, towards your light. That the enemy has no power and no place in them. That they become the body of Christ. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. Draw them towards you, Father. Quicken them in the spirit that they might call on your name and be delivered. And as we raise all of our prayers to our altar this day, Father, we come in agreement with each of these prayers that are raised at this altar today. Knowing that the Holy Spirit also prays with us and on our behalf. We thank you, Father, that you hear us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer in faith, that prayer made under an open heaven must only bring back manifestation of your revelation, your result. The outcome that you have in your plan for us to prosper us and give us that expected end. We believe that we have received it, Lord. That answer we visualize with our eyes now in the spirit. We thank you, Father. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit as we release our prayer now, using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, please release your mic, your faith, your tongue. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Grandela Rabarastelia Rastola Rajela Shandakada <laughs> <laughs> 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripture being given today is from Ezekiel 36, 24 to 27. For I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your uncleanliness and from all your idols, I will cleanse you. A new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you and I will take out of your flesh the heart of stone and give you the heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to observe my ordinances. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a few scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Psalm 16, verses 8 and 9, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. The second scripture is from Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6, quoted from the NRSV that says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? And a third scripture is from Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance, from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share it with your family and friends. And invite them to join the prayer group so they might receive of this daily benefit as well. The opportunity to pray in the morning encounters.
to pray with the rosary and the divine mercy every evening and to partake of those reflections that brother savio shares on our facebook page and on our telegram channel also a reminder about our bible study topic for tomorrow this is the second part in our series on changing the seen and shaping the unseen we will learn in depth about the unseen realm of the spirit and how to begin to look at things which are not seen with a natural eye it's a powerful series and for all it's for all those who want to live by faith and not by sight definitely helping our prayer life so please share that message we have we shall share links for people to join on zoom and on youtube live on our telegram uh, group please share that with your family and friends invite them to come and join us tomorrow evening and let the mercy and the grace the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful day everyone thank you russell god bless you thank you thank you russell god bless everyone